0: Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Hello and welcome to episode 19 on internet security or password security. In this episode, I'm going to talk about our internet activity online, how to be secure, as we travel, as we use the quote-unquote free Wi-Fi that we find at the different coffee shops and McDonald's and the rest, how to be secure in our activities, in our customs. It's very, very important. Right now, our computers, our phones, which are miniature computers, have so much information on it, has all of our information for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that still do everything on paper. In fact, the other day, I saw a man with a small clipboard and a piece of paper, and he was at the grocery store, and he was going through the grocery store using that piece of paper, and he was marking things off. I thought it was so retro. I took a picture and posted it on my on my Instagram page, but it is Uh, Very few and far between. People that do that, very few and far between. Most people use their phone, right? We use uh, these electronic communication devices. My wife sends me a whole list of the grocery list on on her messenger and sends it to mine as I am shopping. She sends me updates. She tells me to go back and get something that I forgot. (laughs) It's just just the way it is. We use our electronic devices for everything. I can tell you that I have most of my credit cards online. You know, not online. I have them written down on in a, in a document and uh in a in a program and I keep all that information in one place. And it is uh, as far as I'm concerned, I I believe that this program is pretty pretty strong, but it isn't a Fort Knox. It isn't the best solution. I'm not I'll tell you. This is something that most people that have to deal with security deal with all the time. The more secure you are, the more difficult it is to gain access to that secure site, that secure person, that secure information. Because if you really want it secure, you even want it more, you want it secure even from yourself. And that's what makes things difficult. So. You know, as we talk about security for you know, ourselves in our life, we need to be thinking about ease of use also for that security. We have to find some sort of balance, um, so the best, I'll tell you what, the best security for your password right for your password for any website that you have to um, gain access to to do any sort of transaction is to use all of the possible characters that a password can be that allows that that website allows for that password all the characters so if it says they allow up to 32 characters then you should use all of them and uh, have that document or have that password written down on a piece of paper a hard you know not a software but on a piece of paper then have that piece of paper placed inside of a safe or in, or maybe even in a in a safe uh, a vault in in a bank so there you go that is the ultimate security for a website now how How reasonable is that? Well, I don't know, depends on what kind of website you're gaining access to, right? But this is what I'm talking about. It is so, so difficult. If you want high security, then it means it's going to be very difficult to access it. So we need to find a way. Um, People who are concerned with security need to find some sort of balance between secure and ease of use. Now, that is a topic to be discussed you know, at every household, at every company. They need to make a decision on what is acceptable or an acceptable level of security for that area. So before we jump in to more talk on security, I encourage you to grab a cup of coffee like I have. I have grabbed my uh, Colombian organic coffee. I put at least six scoops in my coffee maker to make only six cups of coffee, heaping, co- heaping scoops. <laughs> and it makes the most amazing dark coffee ever. It will definitely put hair on your chest and make your beard come out dark again. <laughs> anyway, um, so if you hear me enjoying a cup or a sip, that's what I'm doing. I have it in my Starbucks mug. Security on the internet. Man, okay, so let me explain to you. Let's let's start off with going to the local coffee shop, right? Now I'm gonna use Starbucks because that's what a lot of people go go to to use internet and Starbucks. Also McDonald's. So my wife and I, my family and I, went to to Europe last year. And when we were in Europe, we found out that there was a ton of McDonald's everywhere. And McDonald's has a great free Wi-Fi service as well. And what I mean by great, I mean very fast, easy to connect, and very fast. So we would plan our day to hit a Starbucks or a McDonald's in at least two or three of our. Um, Two, two or three times a day in the morning in the afternoon and at night so that we could catch up with our social media post what needed to be posted and then move on we didn't want to splurge for the roaming services that can be really expensive anyway um, so free Wi-Fi so when you go online to free Wi-Fi services you're accepting all these these policies now how many people actually read the privacy policy at these free wi-fi locations raise of hands uh yeah N- didn't think so i would imagine that very very few people actually raise their hand on that one and you know why it's because um it's just it's just you really need or want the service, and it doesn't really matter. You just you just want it, and it doesn't matter what they tell you they are going to do or not going to do. You're just going to you're just going to accept it. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what happens when you get online and you use their service. When you do that, it 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 is an open network. People can see people with with uh, proper software. Can see what you're doing online. They can see what sites you're going to. They can see what you're posting. Um, if they have a key logger, what they call a key logger, they can even see what you're typing. So uh, it, it's it's not a secure site. Now, when should you or when can you use uh, a freeway a free Wi-Fi? Now, I don't say can uh, when. Is it acceptable to use free Wi-Fi or what could, let me say this again. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) What is acceptable use on a free Wi-Fi network? All right. Anytime you get online and you're posting things that you feel can be 100% open and public, then free Wi-Fi is your thing. You want to watch Netflix? you want to watch a streaming service, knock yourself out. If you want to post something on social media and you have your account on public, again, enjoy it. But if you're going to log on to your bank, don't do it. If you're going to log on to a credit card, don't do it. Don't use free Wi-Fi service for those, those things. It's highly susceptible to hacking and to getting into your computer so I that's that's about it that's the only time you should be using your um, the free Wi-Fi service if you're going to get on line to email same thing I mean unless the information that's coming in through your email is something that you feel is it can be seen by anybody then don't get in it has to stay secure you cannot go further than that okay so what do you do now there are programs that create virtual networks and so if you are traveling internationally and you need to get on the Wi-Fi and you don't want to splurge on the roaming network services then I would highly recommend certain um, programs that are out there called VPN apps it allows you to create a virtual network for your phone and or for your computer so that you can use the free Wi-Fi, but it creates an encrypted uh, connection to the internet. Those devices or excuse me that that network makes it much more secure and and ready for you, right? That is how you can connect properly online. Now that is the VPNs and now you're secure. But there's still the thing, there's still the password issue. Now I am so surprised that after so long people still use, after so long of the internet, people still use passwords that are so easily discoverable. In other words, people that use passwords that are actually the word Password, I just did air quotes there. They use the word password. That is un- unconscionable. I don't understand how that is. And then they use the pa- the password password one two three. That's when the uh, the requirement is to have a number as well. So these these type passwords, these easy passwords, are terrible. You cannot use these passwords, friends. Please. Um, Use something completely different. Use a true password. And when I say a true password, don't use a password that it's all your kids' names or your dog's name. Use something that is unique to you and uh, unique to you in that you haven't seen it anywhere else and it's something that you created on the fly. So when you're creating passwords, one of the issues that I've seen is that people forget People want to create a password that's memorable because you have to access your information right and i and I totally understand that so what I would recommend is that you use words that are familiar to you that uh, you can use numbers and symbols uh, within the word to represent different letters. for instance, the letter "one can be an i" or an l. The ampersand, the at sign, it can be an A, right? The zero can take the place of the letter O. The, um, the number five can take the place of an S. Use those type of, of numbers and symbols to take the place of different letters and numbers within your password. And then use a password or passwords so that you make it long because the longer the password, the better the security. Now there are websites, really cool websites, that you can get online and find that can grade your password. So go online, go to Google and say how type, how strong is my password? And you can write a document there, you can write, uh, uh, excuse me, a password in the space provided and you can see how strong your password is now (laughs) I'm not I'm not encouraging you to actually put your your true password there use one that you're not using because again we don't know if that website is just a place that's collecting information on you so (laughs) I would encourage you to go on there use a password or or use a password in that space that equals the number of characters that you have in your real password. Okay? And then and include the numbers and the symbols and the letters and the uppercase and the lowercase, just like you would for the real password. Mimic, in other words, mimic your password and put it online. And see how strong it is. You'll notice that the more Characters that you add to your password, the more difficult it is for someone to crack it or to hack it. Now, so that's that's the rule of thumb. The more characters possible, the better. Symbols, letters, numbers, all that is Im- is important to be added to your password. Now, how do you keep your passwords all together? How do you keep that in your mind? All right, there's two things that I highly recommend. The most secure way of keeping all your passwords is to have them written down. I know, I know. Who wants to write them down into a notebook and carry the notebook around? I mean, what if you have to log into, you know, the Mastercard account or the bank account, the bank card, and you have two or three bank accounts. What if you have to the bank account, then you have the business accounts, then you have uh, You know, the hotel account and you have the rental car account, all these different accounts. Can you literally have this book now? Every password, by the way, every password has to be different. You can't use the same password on all the different sites, because when then when the bad guy, the bad agent recognizes or hacks your your password, then he can use it for everything. Right. He opens your whole life. So now you have to have a password for everything. I was looking at the number of passwords I have for all my accounts and online accounts. It is over 50 different passwords. That was just ridiculous. I didn't even know how many I had I had created until I saw that. Now, the like I said, the best way, the most secure way is to have everything written down on a piece of paper in a notebook. Now, then you have to have that notebook. Then you have to safeguard that notebook. So it can be difficult when we're talking about physically writing down those passwords and then carrying them around with you all the time. So what I use also is a software called 1Password. Now, there are other software um, applications out there, and it is a application it's a software that allows you to keep all your secure all your passwords in one place and so you have a master password that opens up this application and then within that application it's the list it's the database of all your other other um, passwords what I like about this is that you if you had a key logger on your on your computer or in your phone so a keylogger is a software that is placed on your computer normally without your knowledge. And it does what it does is it logs what keys you're typing um, as you type them. So normally it would be something that a bad agent would add to your computer so that when you went to a bank site or a credit card site it would recognize what letters you typed and then sometime it, sometime in the the near future it would send a package of that information to whoever wrote that software. So a person would be able to follow your internet activity go to that bank put in the same information and extract uh, money or more information from you. So that's called a keylogger. Well, with applications like one password, you can get online uh, go into your software, you can uh, copy the password that is in your document and then paste it into the password field on the website. so there is no logging of keys and because the software recognizes the IP address and your specific MAC address of the computer itself, then unless someone actually has physical access to your computer, they can't get access to the application either, so highly recommend you looking into one of those type applications so that your <laughs> 30, 30 character password doesn't get uh, stolen or, or um, identified. So I hope all this makes sense. I know it's, it's difficult. It is, it does take some time to, to be conscious regarding security. When you're online, we must take that extra step. I know it's, it's a pain sometimes, but, uh, it's something that we really need to be thinking about. I hope to come back to this topic in the future because I think it's very important. And, um, maybe, uh, Break it down. Be more simple. Maybe we break it down just to passwords itself and how to create the best kind. Maybe in the next episode we'll talk about different applications that can uh, help you, and maybe uh, another one that uh, talks about different VPNs or uh, that are available to you online. Do the comparison, the pros and cons. You tell me. Tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what you're you're interested in, and we'll see if we can add that into the lineup do you have a story you would like to share if you're on anchor then send me a message i'd like that i enjoy bringing you the best security hacks twice a week don't forget to subscribe to this podcast share it post it send me a message and always remember you are security